guys, welcome back to Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. And today it's such an honor for the Swish Podcast crew to welcome Mets minor league catcher Matt O'Neill to the podcast. We can't thank you enough for joining us and we can't wait to get started. So Matt, I hope the quarantine has been going well for you and thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me. It's uh, happy to be here and it's really cool what you guys are doing, uh, doing this podcast, trying to raise some money for people who were hit pretty hard by the COVID-19 thing. So you guys should be uh, pretty darn proud of yourselves. It's a pretty cool thing you're doing here. Um, yeah, thanks so much. We hope that you and your family are staying safe. And let's start the interview. So our first question is, at what age did you start playing baseball? And what drew you to baseball over like any other like sports you played growing up? Uh, so I started playing baseball. My dad, actually, he played baseball in college. He played at Tufts University right outside Boston. Uh, so... As soon as I could pretty much walk and, you know, was able to use a baseball glove and throw, we were uh, out in my backyard throwing and stuff. So I was pretty young, probably three or four years old. Um, and I played a lot of sports growing up, but baseball was always by far and away my favorite. Uh, so I started playing, like I said, at three or four and then just kept on with it through you know, T-ball, Little League, middle school, high school, college, and now to here. So for the last 16, 17 years of my life, it's been a... Uh, you know, my favorite sport, and now it's my only sport. So, obviously, now we know you're a catcher, but when you when you were younger, did you play any other positions? Yeah, so I played, I played a lot of positions uh, up until, like, the end of towards Little League. So, my dad was also a catcher, and uh, our Little League team needed a catcher, and I played shortstop, first base, I pitched, but my dad was like, hey, do you want to, uh, you know, catch? We need a catcher on our team. And at first, I was, like, you know, kind of hesitant because – when you're young, you know, playing shortstop, playing first base, those are the fun places, and nobody really likes to catch at that age. But uh, I was like, sure, I'll try it. And, you know, I kind of fell in love with it right away. And so from 12 years old on, i only really been catching. So while you were also growing up, you said probably near Boston. Where are you growing up, in New Jersey or near Boston? I, I'm, I'm in New Jersey. I grew up in New Jersey. Yeah, so growing up in New Jersey, what was your favorite this baseball team and player that that he looked up to and was like, since in New Jersey, it's not really a baseball team, it's more like New York. So, like, what was your favorite team player that you looked up to growing up? Growing up, so like I mentioned, my dad's from right around Boston, and so he kind of brainwashed me and my brother and my sister uh, to become big-time Boston sports fans. So, growing up, the Red Sox were always my favorite team. I was a diehard Red Sox fan, and so... Uh, I was fortunate enough, I got to see them win a couple World Series, and so I always looked up to guys like David Ortiz, Jason Veritek, Dustin Pedroia, uh, you know, we'd watch them pretty much every night, and they played the game with, uh, with a pretty strong passion, and they were also really good, and you could tell they were, you know, hard workers, and that's uh, one thing that you pride yourself on as a baseball player, is being a hard worker, so uh, for a few reasons, those are the, you know, kind of main guys that I looked up to growing up. So, in high school, you were named the first team All-State, so how did that, what was that accomplishment like for you? It was awesome. High school baseball was a ton of fun. It's you know, one of the rare times, I guess college too, but you really get to play with all your buddies, and you know, high school baseball at Seton Hall was some of the most fun I've had on the baseball field, and you know, we always had really good teams and a lot of talent. Uh, we had great coaches, and so you know, winning, being named first team All-State was pretty cool, but you know, it was definitely a full team effort all the way through. We had some really good guys who were, you know, hit before me, picking me up if I, you know, didn't come through at the plate. Uh, we had some great pitchers and great fielders. We had an all-around a great team, great coaching staff. So it was really cool. But uh, I think it's more of a, 
an accolade that goes towards kind of our team efforts, not just, you know, my own personal efforts. So for college, you chose Ivy League school, Penn for college. So what made you choose Penn? So when I started uh, thinking about high school, uh, thinking about colleges when I was in high school, I really wanted to, you know, get to the place where I think, thought I could get the best education. And now I always wanted to play Division One baseball. And so naturally, the Ivy League was that perfect uh, middle ground where I could play, you know, Division One baseball, but also get a great education. So before I even really started the recruiting process, I narrowed it down to the Ivy League. And uh, sooner or later, I you know had a couple good seasons, had a good summer, good junior high school season, and I was fortunate enough to commit to Penn. And uh, yeah, that I you know my senior year, I just enjoyed it. So, in your freshman year of college, you hit 341 with four home runs and 26 RBIs, and you were fifth in the Ivy League in hitting, and you were also the Ivy League rookie of the year. So, what was your key to success in your first year of college? It's tough to kind of single out a key to success, but I will say the coaching staff that we had there, it's definitely, you know, a little intimidating coming in as a freshman. It's a new environment. It's a whole new arena. There's guys who were 20, 21, and I was, I turned 18 the day I got on campus at Penn. So I think the coaches really made me feel welcome, but also to let me know that just because you're a freshman doesn't mean that, you know, you're less important or, you know, you're going to contribute as much as any senior would on this team. And so I was fortunate enough to get to be on the field most games. And again, I had great teammates, great coaches, and who really just kind of let me go out there and play and not stress too much, not worry about, you know, striking out or making outs, they were really gave me a lot of confidence. So I think it was really being confident uh, as a freshman definitely led me to having a good year that year. So jumping forward to your senior year, you had an amazing year hitting 405 batting average with five homers and 40 RBIs, and you were the infamous catcher of the year. So what did it feel like winning that award? It was awesome. It was awesome. I'm, my sophomore, junior year, I did not play as well as, you know, I had a good freshman year and then saw a little bit of a slump my sophomore and then my junior year was, you know, not great. Uh, so it, it meant a lot to me. Just, I, again, had worked pretty hard to make sure that, you know, I went out, uh, had a good year as a senior, but I can't, you know, say enough how important my coaches were at Penn and my teammates were. They're all super supportive. And like I said, my freshman year, they kind of gave me confidence there. It was the same exact thing my senior year. My coaches were uh, still had a ton of confidence in me, and you know my teammates were all really super helpful in helping me uh, get back to a good spot where I was hitting and catching. So it was it was a good feeling to come back from a bad season and have a really good one. But I know that it was uh, a lot of people helped me do it. It wasn't just me myself. So. So last year in 2019, you were drafted in the 20th round to the Mets. So. How did that feel for you to get drafted by a professional organization? It's a feeling. It's hard to kind of, it's hard to put, you know, a tab on it. It was playing pro ball has been my dream since I started playing catch with my dad out in the backyard. I know it sounds cliche, but it was really has been a dream of mine. And so uh, to get drafted and to finally have it down on paper that, you know, I was going to play professional baseball was, it was a really cool feeling. Uh, you know, I was pretty, pretty excited, and I think everybody around me was super excited, and uh, just kind of realizing the dream coming true. But you know, now getting here, I know I got a lot more work to do because my real dream is to play in the major leagues, and 
I know I've got a lot of work to do to get there, but to have that first step along the way of getting drafted was definitely a really cool day for me and my family. So after being drafted by the Mets, you play in the Gulf Coast League where you hit a pretty, pretty good 286 batting average, and you also hit one home run and eight RBIs. So what do you learn that first season in professional ball? I think I've learned how important it is to be even keeled and have a good mindset. It's a lot. It's one thing that we talk about a lot with the Mets is having a good mindset. And yeah, pro ball is it's a ton of fun, but it's also definitely a grind. You play every day. It's hot out there in Florida, and so in order to succeed and be consistent every day, you have to have a good mindset. And so coming in my first year off of college ball, I definitely saw how much of an effect having a bad mindset can have. And towards the end, I started to try and be a little more, like I said, even keel. Uh, and, you know, prepare the same way every day so I could go out to the field and uh, be confident in my game, be confident in my approach, and, like I said, just be consistent uh, in showing up, not, you know, so to say, to ride the roller coaster, but to be more consistent, so. So has there been anybody in the Mets organization, like veterans or more experienced minor league players who have gave you advice about playing in the pros? There's been a few guys. Uh, I learned probably the most this year, actually. We were down at spring training for a month and change, um, and I get to be around a bunch of guys who have been in double-A, triple-A, some guys who have you know, been in the big leagues, and um, that definitely was an awesome experience for me. These guys have a ton of experience, and they're able to share a few little pieces of wisdom to me that, uh, that I definitely carried through for however long we were at spring training, but it's been even more important now being home and trying to stay in shape and uh, stay ready. So getting, getting to be around the guys every day was super cool experience. And, uh, you know, the coaches down there too are all guys who played pro ball or who have been around pro ball for a while. So it's just being around those kinds of guys every day definitely makes you better uh, by association. So speaking of spring training, this past 2020, what was your first spring training like? I know you talked about like people that it was just great and that people healthy. What was this like just playing and for like a good amount of time spring training before it all shut down? It was super cool. Super cool. I remember when I was a kid, we used to go to Red Sox spring training and you walk around, you see all the fields and you see all the guys in their uniforms and it looks like a lot of fun. And so now having gone through the first spring training, it was just as much fun and uh, just as cool as I had anticipated, you know, there's fans walking around that, you know, you're kind of rubbing shoulders with big leaguers all the time. So it, it's a cool, cool spot to be, but it's also a good source of motivation. You look from the backfield and you look towards the big, you know, spring training field and you realize that's where you want to be. So it was cool to be there, cool to be part of it, but also it was really motivating to see kind of where they were and where I want to be. So it was awesome. Um, now I'm just going to hit you some, like, rapid-fire questions, like, fast. Don't have to be, like, long, long, like, just answers. Like, not really MLB related. And our first one, what's your favorite place that you've traveled to in your life? Either, in, like, perfect, it's, like, to, like, a stadium and this in your career-wise? Or is anything really? Fenway Park, for sure. Went there with my dad uh, a couple years back. It's an awesome place. So, what's your favorite non-baseball sports team and favorite non-baseball athlete? Uh, they're two in the same. My favorite non-baseball sports team is the Patriots, and my favorite non-baseball athlete is Tom Brady. Was it tough for him going to the Bucks? Yeah, that was a punch in the gut for sure. Seeing him and Gronk go down there was—I uh, feels like they're ripping a piece of my heart out. But I'll, I'll still root for Tom, even though he's not on the Patriots. I think he's—he's uh, he's a pretty cool guy, and pretty good guy to look up to. 
and then goat football. So what's your next best sport outside baseball? I want to say golf, even though I'm not great. I've been playing a ton of golf. Uh, I've always played golf my whole life, and with a little more downtime, I've gotten to play a little bit more. So golf's definitely my next favorite sport after baseball. So who's been, like, your favorite coach in your career so far that you've played on Durham, like, your favorite coach? My favorite coach? It's hard. I mean, I've had a ton of really good coaches. Um, one guy is this guy, Todd Leathers. He coaches the travel team that I played for, and he's been, you know, one of my hitting coaches for 10 years, and I've formed more of a friendship with him now. He's, uh, you know, he's an awesome hitting guy, and I really like playing uh, for him, but I, you know, still spend a ton of time around him in the off season. And uh, I mean, I, at Penn, my coaches are awesome. I'm super tight with all my coaches at Penn. They were unbelievable, and I still talk to them a lot. And even at Seed Hall, I such great coaches there too. So it's hard to pinpoint one really because they all played such a big part in helping me get to where I am. Um. So speaking of just like coaches, you like what's your favorite moment in your career? Like any awards you've won, or it's like winning any like, championships that you might have won, or anything really in your baseball career. My favorite moment in my career. I think one of the cooler moments for me was my senior year we went down to Duke and played Duke uh, for two games and again coming from an Ivy League school we you know, played a smaller conference there's across the board obviously a little less talent and it's a little less competitive obviously than say the ACC and so we went down to Durham and beat Duke twice and that was a cool moment for our whole team and I think the Penn baseball program uh, because I think Penn's got a ton of potential and I think in the next few years, you're going to see they're going to be pretty darn good. And I'd like to see that kind of be the inception of them turning it over and starting to move in the right direction. So that was really cool. So our final question today is going to be, what's the first thing you're going to do when quarantine is over? Like, first thing I'm going to do when quarantine is over? I don't know, man. I honestly, I, I haven't minded the quarantine that, that much. I mean, I really, obviously the first priority is keeping everybody safe, but Fortunately, I've been able to you know, be outside, be with my family a ton, which has been really cool, been able to golf. But, I mean, the first thing, hopefully, when quarantine's over is we get back together with the Mets and we get to play some baseball down in Florida. So that's what I'm hoping to be uh, the first thing we do once quarantine ends. So that's just about to wrap up our podcast. Thanks so much, Matt, for joining us. And, again, to our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity. Every dollar helps to, to help COVID-19 relief, which the link is in our bio on Instagram. And please comment, follow, and drop a like on our on our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Thanks a lot, Matt, and have a great day, and stay safe. Same to you guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening. Everyone stay safe. Oh, peace. Thank you.